Welcome to the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. We discuss six questions in nine minutes because leaders know how to be concise. Let's get started with our guest today. First question, in a few sentences, tell us who you are and what you do. Thanks, John. My name is Eric Dunn. I'm the co-founder and CEO of a company called Rever. Uh, Rever is an online platform for global industrial companies primarily. It's primarily a mobile app that enables those organizations and the leaders to connect their frontline essential workers, meaning the people who are working on the shop floor in factories or warehouses and so on, uh, so they can engage them in, in executing daily improvement ideas. So what Rever does is uh, our solution, our app connects the people that identify problems with the people who can solve them within their organization. Um, and then prior to Rever, I, I worked in other global companies like uh, Toyota, Airbus, Eurocopter, mostly leading operational excellence and transformation initiatives there. Very interesting. You've had obviously a very illustrious career there and you've uh, now taken it to the entrepreneurial part. Is that right? Exactly. Exactly. Oh, very good. Good for you. Question number two, what's the best thing about working with a team? Uh, so I would say that there's always, of course, the, the, the high level answers of it's great always to have people to sh with whom to share a common purpose, a common mission. But there's certain jobs where it's like most people don't think about that. I think about our main users, like the frontline employees who are in factories. But even then, even then, even like the the bad things that come from just interacting with other people. You know, some people are prefer to be lone wolves. Uh, most business issues arise from people interactions, but even those bad things, you know, the, the normality of day-to-day -day interaction and the problems that may arise with, of interacting with people, with the team is what makes every day an interesting and fun challenge, right? So of course, uh, there's always the, the sharing the purpose, sharing the mission, but interacting with others, even the experiences that provide friction, make each day interesting. I like that. It's a very human and dynamic approach. I like that. <laughs> Question number three, I hear from other leaders of teams that it can be a challenge to get team members engaged. Tell me your thoughts. Uh, it is a big problem. Uh, unfortunately, most leaders don't know what they really mean by engagement. Uh, in many cases, they confuse it with motivation. And my definition of engagement is it's about individuals, you know, your team members willing and able to channel all of their creative energy to great ideas, great relationships with, with other people. Uh, so it's, and that translates into having people focused into finding creative solutions to daily problems. And of course, this applies to life and work, right? In a, and I believe that in a work environment, there's a few necessary ingredients to give your, that you need to give your people. And actually it's just two main things. Number one is giving them visibility on your company's objectives and its mission. And number two, the means to be able to impact those objectives, to, have, to make a difference and move it forward. So it doesn't mean that you always have to give everybody strategic projects, right? That's impossible to give everybody in your organization a strategic project. But, uh, and, and by the way, this is one of the things that we help solve with, with my current company, with Rever. We help people to see that by solving small daily problems and executing small, simple improvement ideas, they can contribute to their company's objectives, their mission. I really like that. I like what your company is doing, but I also like the concept that you're teaching 
that we can all contribute, sometimes in smaller ways, sometimes in larger, more strategic ways, as you pointed out. But uh, great responses. I really like those. Thanks. Question number, uh, what are we up to? Three, four. Okay, question number four. Four, yeah. What, what other piece of advice do you have for leaders of teams? Ah, so many, so much advice out there, right? Um, yeah. I, I wouldn't want to leave without saying, like, care about your team members as complete persons. You know, they have their people, they have aspirations, they have personal lives, they have concerns outside of work, primarily outside of work. And um, just so what we don't say in that fluffy care about your team members, I think that the best way to do so and to bring a little bit of humanity into daily work, one thing that works for me is weekly one-on-one -on -one meetings with your direct reports. Mm -hmm. And hopefully those direct reports, if they're managers, they also have one-on-one -on -one meetings weekly with their direct reports. And the purpose of these one-on-ones is not to talk about necessarily daily tasks, Ideally, it should be the team members owning the agenda, and we should encourage them to talk about their personal aspirations, uh, help them prioritize their work if there's any confusion, give them clarity on how uh, what they're doing has an impact on the mission and objectives of the organization, and also about caring about their problems outside of work. Mo most of our family members care about how we're doing at work, so it's okay that managers also care how people are doing outside of work. I really like those pieces of advice because you're right. We, we're dealing with people and it's not just about their nine to five time at work anymore. It needs to be a complete uh, look at each employee. I really like that. Great comments. Question number five, what other successful leaders of teams would you like to recognize that have had a positive influence in your life? Ooh, that's a, that's a tough one. So um, of course, luckily through my work, I've been able to interact with many uh, CEOs and some uh, you know high-level VPs in in companies that are both big and small, uh, and of course, as many of us, I've I've read a ton of biographies about the legendary leaders. But frankly, the people who have had most of an impact on my career and that I remember most uh, dearly are perhaps my first two or three direct line managers. And just to mention their names, you know, Carlos, who was the owner of a shoe factory that I worked at when I was a student, uh, Noel, uh, who was my first line manager in Toyota, uh, Damian, who was my first line manager at Airbus. Most people don't realize that first line managers have a tremendous impact in people, um, especially when you're young and you're in your first job or second job, right? And many companies and, and their executives spend uh, too much time and pay too much attention to their policies and their hiring and onboarding processes. When in reality, the frontline managers are the ones who have the biggest impact on people. And those are the ones where those policies, uh, policies turn to life. Really great observations. And I appreciate you recognizing those individuals. I always, that's one of my favorite questions is to hear who's had an influence on them. So thank you for sharing. Last question. Tell us about your first job. Ah, <laughs> Well, there's always a lemonade stand, right? <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, packing groceries and so on. Uh, but I think that perhaps the first one that felt like a real job and is most ingrained in my memory is um, one that was actually an entrepreneurial experience while I was still in college. And uh, it was a Christmas uh, season where I needed money to buy presents for my girlfriend and my parents. And I didn't have any money. Um so I figured I would take my grandmother's recipe 
uh, for almond toffee. And everybody in my family and my extended family loved it. They always received it as a gift. So I decided to um, partner with one of my sisters who knew how to make it and I was going to sell it. And, um, and then after that, I realized it was a great business. And, and, you know, what derived from that is uh, my first company that, that I called Dunn's Almond Toffee. And uh, eventually it grew to, you know, we, we, we were distributing in Mexico, which is where I grew up and where I did my studies. Uh, we were distributing to seven cities in Mexico. And it was my first real job, my first entrepreneurial experience. I made a ton of mistakes uh, as an entrepreneur should. And um, actually from there, I made a decision of, um, you know, leaving that business to my sisters so that I could focus on other job experiences. I knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but I knew that I needed to learn from others and from established companies to be a better entrepreneur. I love that story. I, I, I love when the first job is entrepreneurial. I just, I love to hear it. And I love that you're willing to admit, hey, I was not very good at it. I made a lot of mistakes. Oh, no. But you're, you're obviously, you've got a taste for it because now you're doing it again, but you're t- taking the lessons that you learned from there, I'm sure, and applying it to now. So nothing wrong with that. That's great. Thank you so much. Eric, thank you so much for being on the podcast. How can people find you? Uh, people can find me online, although I'm not tremendously active uh, on Twitter. Uh, so my handle is at Eric Dunn, and the way you spell my name is E-R-R-E-T-T-E-D-U-N-N. You can also find me on LinkedIn. And um, if you want to check out what what my current entrepreneurial, um, I want to call it a project, it's a proper company now, uh, <laughs> check out reverscore.com. Very good. All right. Thank you so much. This is Sean Richards with the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. For more ideas, you can go to teamengagementpodcast.com. Again, teamengagementpodcast.com. Thanks so much for joining us. Have a great day.